and here we go. Hello, hello, hello out there in legacy land. First of all, as you can see, um, it is, we're missing a, a person. Um, and so it'll just be me today with my wonderful guest, Evie Nicole, and I will introduce her um, in a second. Second of all, clearly the background looks different, but that's because the Midwest is acting up and nobody should be out in that weather. But as entrepreneurs, small business owners, all the things, we still gotta make it happen. So that being said, one of the women who we have recently met who is making things happen in so many ways. Please help me welcome Miss Abby Nicole, founder and chief CEO, CFO, all the OOs of the Fluffy Girl Movement. Also, Abby Talks Digital. Also, well, she do, Abby. Also, all kinds of things. Abby and Flow Podcast. Abby <laughs> and Flow. I like that name. We don't talk about it. So, Miss Abby, welcome. Introduce yourself to the people. Tell us about you and all the things that you do. Well, Ray, thank you for that amazing introduction. So, she kind of covered it, okay? But <laughs> um, I am a multi-hyphenate, multi-fascinate uh, business owner, and I'm just really passionate about helping women and folks because that we'll talk, we'll get into both of those with Fluffy Girl and ET Digital. Um, but helping people understand the glory in their stories and knowing that you can definitely leverage your story to propel your presence and propel your business. So I really feel like that's my purpose, passion, and mission here. And so I'm excited to be here with you today. Wonderful. Well, thank you. And for, you know, let me just a brief uh, on how we met Abby. So we went to Venture Cafe, which is unfortunately no longer happening in St. Louis. Venture Cafe folks out there in the world, I'm going to need you to come back. Because yeah. in the two, the twice, the two times we went, because we had the number two on our stickers. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> People out there with 185,000, we had two. Um, Abby was, was giving a workshop. And I feel like we kind of capitalized on that workshop for a minute. Mm -hmm. um, but that's okay, because then when we came back, we saw Abby again, and it was just kind of one of these, you know, finding your space, finding your community, finding people that you connect with. And now Abby belongs to us, and we're not gonna let her go. <laughs> and you know what? I wouldn't even say capitalize the session because you know what? Y'all got what you came for. And we that's did. What people were supposed to be doing. You got what you came for. You asked questions. You inquired. That's why it was a resource. Yeah. So people wanted to take Abby's course and all that. We just wanted Abby, so we just took Abby. <laughs> like, you know, we'll talk about the business later, but come on, let's just, the energy was amazing. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember though, while we were doing your workshop, cause it was packed, your class was mm -hmm. packed. I had a coughing fit. Yes, <laughs> yes. And damn near died. But that's also like the, that speaks to the partnership of my beautiful life and wife partner, um, mm -hmm. who just jumped in with the rest of the questions and almost let me die in the back, but it's fine. You know, <laughs> She's like, don't worry about it. I got I, you, you take care of that, babe. I take uh, care of she's this. Like, it's yeah. like I'm choking a room somewhere. <laughs> but yes. So let's talk about it because I know when we met you, right? Um, you were you were you gave your workshop on Ebby Talks Digital. Mm -hmm. But let's talk more about the fluffy girl movement. Because I am interested, I am intrigued. I we loved, you know, when when we went and we did the, the research of you and the Googling of you, like we yeah, do yeah. everybody, right? Love it. it popped up. Um, and I think it is, you know, we don't talk more about positivity just in general, right? Just being positive and, and being comfortable, not just comfortable, loving who you are, what you look like. Mm -hmm. There's so many of us that look 
different. I'm five, nothing, you know, and being out here, in the, I am, I emphasize the two and a half after the five being, you know, and, and sometimes that can take a, you know, that can make you feel a little bit uncomfortable, especially when I'm in spaces where in the Midwest, they feed everybody, you know, corn and all the things. And I mean, there's teenagers out here that are six, two for no reason. So talk about that. Like what, one, what made you come up with it, you know, and, and kind of how it took off from there? Like where, what's the background behind that? Yeah. So started fluffy girl, uh, as the fluffy girl summit is what it was 13 years ago when I started fluffy girl movement. So I actually started it when I was in college. So while everybody was up writing papers and like, you know, trying to graduate, I was <laughs> writing letters to different women, like grown adult women that I was seeing on the interwebs and right. the, the rise of influencers had just kind of started around that time. Um, and then I, you know, started seeing all these amazing women, but even back further than that, I was picked on a lot as a kid. I am the fluffy girl in my family. Um, most of my immediate family are thinner women and that is the life that they are privy to. And so having a chubby kid in the family was like, hell, we don't know where to shop for you. We don't even know that you're really going through some other stuff, but I was bullied and picked on a lot from family and from outsiders. And so for a very long time, I just held that close to the chest thinking, okay, this is an Ebby thing. This is the only in my life thing. But I got to college, met all these amazing women who were plus curvy, smart, you know, just, just goal-oriented, creative. But I realized that they too were very negative about themselves and how they presented to the world and the way they were was never good enough. Like, I think the aha moment to me was my sophomore year in college. I started what I call now body talk. And I would just talk to different women around campus just about their body, just start candid conversations, just to kind of see where their heads were. And all of the fluffy girls wanted the stomach of Shakira. I remember specifically <laughs> the stomach of Shakira. Like, you know, like the height of Beyonce is tall, but not too tall. Um, and everybody wanted to be opposite of what they were. The short mm -hmm. girls wanted to be tall. The tall girls wanted to be a little shorter. The thin girls wanted more curves. The super curvy chicks wanted less curves. I was like, what the hell? And I was like, wow, there really needs to be a space where we can celebrate, elevate, and amplify our experiences because that's what ties us together. Had I known that there were other young, younger girls going through that, that uh, body negativity, that all of those bad thoughts that I had when I was younger about myself, it would have made so much better to have a community where we could be honest with one another. Knowing that my family was not gonna understand, that's not their experience. But here I am in college and seeing all these ladies and I was like, do you understand how amazing you are? And they were like, well, you are too. And I was like, ah, <laughs> uh -huh. you, you might be on to something. So. Hence, we started the Fluffy Girl Summit, which was actually started off as an event. It was a three-part event where we had a whole fashion show with all fluff-friendly brands. We had an expo of over 20 uh, fluff-friendly brands because we're in college. So the only things we knew about was the mall and, and Target. Yeah. But we did not know about all those smaller boutiques that were in our college town that had more extensive. Well, what kind of money did you have in college that you were able to go to the mall <laughs> um, right. at Target? We're going to talk about well, that. Well, Target was in the mall, 
okay. in my little college town. So okay. when we went to the mall, we went to Target. Okay, 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 okay. yes. <laughs> That's what that was. Okay. And we had three Walmarts in the town. Thinking about my college kids. days, and they nobody had no mall money. No, mall. no, no, no. We didn't have mall money either. Just Target was in the mall. Okay, got it, got it, got it. So you went to walk, you walked around and window shopped the rats, but yes. we were at Target every Friday for for the parties that weekend. But yeah, that that's really how it started. Me really just wanting to create a safe and brave space for people to share stories and connect. And so that's what we did with the Fluffy Girl Summit that had the fashion show, the expo. And the panel of the people that I have been writing um, all those <laughs> nights, like, please come here and talk to us and tell us that there is life beyond being 19 and 20 years old where we can be fulfilled women, you know, and that's what it started as. So, so you got to like, you get like a C on your paper, but that's okay because the lady wrote you back. Well, here's the thing. I was an AB student. Okay, let me just say that. I was, a, okay. I was one of those students that did really, really well with just. <laughs> kind of like the bare minimum because my bare minimum was above minimum. Now you're just bragging. Look. I, a now little bit. Bragging. Now you're just a bragging. Little bit. You know, I got to the bit. point where in high school I was I was a good student and I got to college and I was like, I mean, C's get degrees. It's fine. You do get degrees. Yes, yes. And be okay with that. I want to touch on two things you said. <clears throat> so one, I'm I'm from the islands. And mm -hmm being from the island you have two type of women right you have very skinny very they they are curvy but you know they're smaller women or you have you have bigger women and then there's like me <laughs> i'm just like hey i have you know but i want to touch on, on, on one thing you said you were out there and you were telling everybody how amazing and yes. wonderful they were. And I've oh. met you, I have been in rooms with you. And when when Ebby hypes you up, you are ready to take over the world. Let me tell you. <laughs> I love it. But somebody had to flip that over on you. Was that oh, yeah. like where where was that? And were you just like, hmm? That was an absolute mind F for me. Right. It really was because here I am thinking, well. They must be crazy because why don't they understand how talented and da, 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 da. I did not see that for myself because I wasn't given a space and I wasn't given the folks to gas you up and be like, you got, you know, my mom was my biggest cheerleader, but she also was a smaller woman. So when it came to me being living life in a larger body, she also couldn't relate to that mm -hmm. and also was very much perpetuating society's form right. of like what forms of beauty could be absolutely yeah. and so when i had a woman flip that on me i was like you also might be onto something so fluffy girl actually although i started it for everybody else it became a, a sense of a therapeutic release for me because mm -hmm. as I've been doing this work, I've met so many different types of women. Not all of us are set, you know, I use fat as literally just an adjective. I've reclaimed mm -hmm. the power from it. So when you hear me right. say fat, it is not in an insulting way. To right. me, it is just another descriptive term. But um, everybody is not fat and sad about it, right? right? You got some of us who are fat and happy. You got some of us who don't even want to talk about being fat. You got some of us. And when I started seeing the breadth of, of different types of women, I was like, there's space for us all because we all have different journeys, but that doesn't mean that we don't connect in some other ways and share have shared experiences. Right. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And so that that's the second thing I wanted to point out. You know, typically when describing somebody's body type or body size, right? Mm -hmm. You don't use words like fluffy. Mm -hmm. And and you took that and 
flipped it into something positive. Yeah. And, and like you just said, you re-owned the word. I think that's amazing because we all take, as women, <clears throat> right? We have, there's, there's certain words that are almost mm -hmm. triggering. Always trigger words. Yeah. But there's so many of them. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you go back and you, you know, and now in recent years, right? We're owning certain words, right? Mm -hmm. We're owning the B word. We're yeah. owning all the things, you know, but being able to take that and reclaim it and own it and not just reclaim it for yourself, yeah. but reclaim it for a whole movement yeah. of, of women and young girls. And so we, I want to say this real quick. We were talking to one of our contacts um, in a smaller business that we're trying to help out. And, you know, we were kind of, your name came up somehow. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, Evie's, Evie's going to be on our podcast. And she was like, <laughs> and so her daughter was at something that you spoke about recently. Okay. You spoke out recently. And so it was just kind of weird connection. And she was like, she just like, oh my God, like, you know, my daughter was at something she spoke at. And, and like, my daughter just came away so excited and I can't wait to hear oh, it. So Evie, we already got it. We already got audience members. I love it. I love it so much. I mean, when it comes down to, um, what we define impact as, mm -hmm. what we define legacy as, you know yeah. what I mean? It is so much broader than I could have even imagined, right? Mm -hmm. I, I can't tell you how many instances of people's kids um, attending things, which makes me nervous because I talk to grown women, okay? I'm always like, ooh, I am not the person for your children. <laughs> However, yeah. Yeah. I, started it for I started it as a college student. Right. right. And those were 20, 21, 19 year old. Yeah. Yeah. But I was there. I was there with them at that time. <laughs> now that I'm older, I am no longer with them. But I love how um, like at this large, the largest event we had called Girl Weekend. Um, we have it every August. We had a mother and daughter duo join us. And that just warmed my heart so much because the daughter is 21. Right. But, mm -hmm. you know, mom is in her 40s. We talking two very different generations and yeah. they hung out with us the whole three days and really got immersed in the experience. And I was like, that just goes to show you there's a little something for everybody. I love it. But that just speaks to your your message resonates amongst all generations. Yeah. And, you know, we we talk about legacy. We love to leave legacies. I mean, you are leaving your like your legacy is already set. Oh, if you think it. And so, and it started in college. And so, you know, mm -hmm. to all the, the kids out there who shouldn't be listening, but are probably are, um, <laughs> there are other things to do when you're done with your homework than going out yes. to the parties. Just go to the parties, but also like mm -hmm. do something, right? People create something. Man, I went to all the parties. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all, but. But you still also, got A's and B's. But you did. <laughs> I, did. I still got A's and B's. I went to all the parties. Uh, and I'm a sorority girl, so I did all of that. But. Yes, happy belated Founders Day. Thank um, you. you know, Zeta yes. Beta Sorority Incorporated. So all the blue on your timeline. Boom. Um, but no, it's equally as important to lead from where you stand. And mm -hmm. so when I do go back to colleges and I talk, like that is my main talk that I give. Being able to lead from where you stand. It wasn't about me as a person having, I was a broke college student, right? So mm -hmm. a question I always get is, forget mall money. How in the hell did you get all these people there? What was you going know? to be my next question? Like how, what was in that letter? And can you sell a template? Come on now. So what it was, was I, it goes down in the DMs y'all. Okay. It's really true. And it works for me till this day. I really should have where it is. Yeah. It works. It works for me to this day. Um, but I was very just heartfelt and genuine. And I inboxed those ladies like, Hey, 
I'm a college student. So, of course, I had the, the cute kid perk. Yes. Along yes. with that. Oh, back my then. God. She's changing to oh something God, oh, Right. Oh, my goodness. Right. <laughs> so I was just honest with them. Hey, this has been a little bit of my journey. And I've seen you really be, be a disruptor and bust through and do these things. I would love for you to come share that with our ladies here. Let me be honest with you. Here's what we do have. Okay. <laughs> This is what we do have. This is what I can work towards. And so I, I had that on one end. And then the other end, I was doing presentations all around campus to other student organizations. Like, if y'all have $250, give me $250. So I would get $250 from this organization, $250 from that organization, $100 from that organization. And then I'd be like, okay, I got enough to get you a train ticket. Or I got enough to get you a plane ticket. Or I have enough to get your um enough to get your hotel room and we can get you meals on campus right you like, come to the student union yep I, hey we can make yep. sure you eat good you yeah, know come, come get this frosty that that's exactly what it was and thankfully we had such leadership at my school that uh, in my alma mater that was like what you need help with and so i got a, a board of faculty that were there that was backing fluffy girl too so when it came to getting those meals in the dining hall, they were like, you're not supposed to do this, but let's do this, you know? And so it was extra reinforcement that this was something that was definitely needed. Here's your, here's your swipe card. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> so you have been disrupting from day one because you just told, all you said right there was grassroots to its core. Oh, I broke all the rules and when i gave the first presentation uh to the white male leadership at my alma mater they were not here for it um my school had my alma mater has over 500 student-led and created organizations i'm talking about we even had a damn harry potter club where you come and you watch the movies and you dissect harry potter that campus i don't see that but wow yeah like head of disney watch Disney movies and dissect it. But when it came to talking about body awareness and acceptance and understanding those things, they were like, you're promoting obesity. This is so unhealthy. This is so da 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 da. And I was beat over the head with that. So I went to our good old marginalized organizations. So that's the Black Cultural Center. Mm-hmm. That is uh, the Rape and, and Prevention Center. That's the Women's Center. That's the LGBTQAI Resource Center. That is the. I went to all of the marginalized, the the Asian, um, Asian, the AAPI. Asian Thank you. Yes, yeah. I went to all of them. I was like, look here, <laughs> the white men not gonna back it, okay? <laughs> but, but I know that you know what it's like to be marginalized and yeah. to be separated out. And knowing that plus size women span all of our organizations, mm-hmm. we can get behind it. And they did. There is something to be said about the marginalized communities always coming together, mm-hmm. right? Or majority of the time coming together. Yeah. Um, and when when the majority says no, there is something to be said about and, and you know, you know, you sometimes wonder, right? Because I, I mm-hmm. like to think about strange things. I'm like, did they say yes because they truly believe it? Or did they say yes because they're like, I can't believe they said no. You know what? We just gonna do it just to do it, just to piss. And, and I'm okay either yes. way. I was okay either way. 
Hell, I was even okay if they were like, well, hell, since they said no, we can't say no because right. we're right. marginalized too. I was okay with that. Well, we gotta we gotta gotta... Let's do it. It doesn't matter why, but it, it lends, there's something to be said about how we lend our voices to each other, right? Because like you said, there's something, there's, there, it's everywhere. It's in every community it, and there's always something in every community that we can bring together. You know, and, and it's just, it's one of those interesting things. So I love this movement. Yeah, this is, thank you. You know, I know you're not speaking to the kids and stuff, but let me tell you, I got nieces that, okay. that when they come visit and that's okay because I'm their aunt. And so yeah. they're already used to the way I speak. Mm -hmm. They'll be fine. You know what? You don't understand how many <laughs> adults I've had this conversation with. They're like, I know that you don't talk to kids, but just know that these kids are talking rougher than all of us now. They so are. I think they could relate. <laughs> they are. It's it's you know, it's like one of those things where it's just like you know, when people from the outside come to yeah, family yeah. gatherings and they see, I mean, we don't cuss out the kids or anything, but we're realistic, right? Right. Why yeah. do I have to wear a helmet? Well, you have to wear a helmet because you're gonna fall and crack your head open and die. <laughs> and, and they're just like, Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um yeah. But these, the kids, yeah. And so when, you know, when, when the woman we we're speaking to talked about how, like how your, her daughter walked away all excited because she heard you speak, it. don't change, don't, don't change a thing. Yeah. Yes. I love, we, we definitely have some stuff coming down the pipeline. Thanks to listening to the people. Yes. <laughs> to, yes. to, to, to aid our younger Gen oh, yeah. Z demographic. Cause I'm still not talking to children. No. I, I, no. I, I talk to Gen Z. But we ain't talking okay. to children. Like what? What? Gen I don't even know what generation we're in right now. You know, I've, I've lost track. That's how you know my butt is old because mm -hmm. I've lost. I don't know what <laughs> generation are anymore. Because Z right now, after so, Z, there's no more alphabet. It's alpha. Generation alpha. Then it'll be beta. Then okay. it'll be. It's gonna go like that. We're not doing that. Mm -hmm. So what? So fluffy girl movement. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna assume. Correct me if I'm wrong. Came first before all the other things. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So how did we get from Fluffy Girl Movement mm -hmm. to, you know, Disruptor Extraordinaire on the college campus uh, to Ebby Talks Digital and all yeah. the things we're doing? And I have to say, we, I caught your, we caught your video mm -hmm. where you were raw and honest about the fact that you ghosted the people. I did. I did ghost um, hard. But that, but now you're back and you're back mm -hmm. kind of with a vengeance yeah. And you're back and you're strong. And now you're just, every time I open up my socials, there goes Ebby. And I love it. <laughs> so um, tell us about Ebby Talks Digital. What brought you there? How you kind of were like, this is what I'm doing. Um, and then, you know, talk about your ghosting for me and what brought you back. So with Fluffy Girl, it has been for over a decade, a very events heavy um, organization and movement. And so when we got hit with, I don't know, uh, a global pandemic, you know, um, where everyone, everybody uses as an excuse. No, okay. <laughs> so at literally the day before they announced here in St. Louis, the shutdown, I had just had an event with Lane Bryant with Fluffy Girl. Like we literally were at Lane Bryant and I had built out a whole curriculum talking about shapewear and we had, we packed it out. It was a great time. And then the next day it was like, yeah. <laughs> Stay in your house, don't go nowhere, don't move. And it was like, what the hell? So I had not 
thought long term about what Fluffy Girl could look like in the case that we could never do events again. It well, didn't occur. Nobody knew, you know. Nobody, that, yeah. Yeah. But, but also, events is heavy lifting. Mm -hmm. And anybody that's ever done an event, you know that to be true. Yeah. So there's that. So in between going on, having to stay in the house because of that, I was also laid off from my last job in 2020. They had let our entire department go uh, nationwide at the same time. And so they let all of us go. And so here it is, March, and I'm up here jobless. Fluffy girl can't make any revenue because we can't do events. And I said, okay, what is another gap that I'm seeing existing right now? Because something that we were an early adopter of with Fluffy Girl was video. Okay. So in 2016, we started, you know, going Facebook Live when everybody else was like, what does this do? What is this? Yeah. What is, da, da, da. What's Nobody the book is doing. Right. What was the book faces? Now we got video with random people popping up talking to me. I just want to see my cousin. I just want to see my cousin, right? So here we are in 2020, been doing videos since 2016, been doing interviews since 2016 um, with fluff folks. And I was like, I see a lot of companies losing momentum because they're used to having brick and mortar locations and people coming in their doors. Mm -hmm. What would it look like to take the thing that tied us together in the Fluffy Girl community, which was storytelling and story sharing? What would that look like to level that up? and uh, build it out for businesses, right? What would that look like? Mm -hmm. What would it look like to train the owners on storytelling and uh, presence? And what does that look and feel like to connect with your people virtually to keep mm -hmm. your business going? And so that's where ET Digital came from. I was like, okay, well, I know all this cool stuff I've learned about video, but more specifically, and what we're focusing on this year, it's more specifically storytelling. Mm -hmm. and using that as a medium so that's how we got et digital and that's actually from et digital the podcast ebby and flow podcast came because i got tired of being so damn professional all the time so right. fluffy girl has an element of professionalism although it's radical and free and all those things mm -hmm. me as the founder and the chief fluffivist and one of the primary faces of fluffy girl i feel like i have to be like you don't want to be corporate Oh, you didn't want right. to tell mine, right? Right, but but as it's evolved, I've had to be a little bit more polished in my approach mm -hmm. to stuff. And then for ET Digital, when people think about digital marketing, it's already a certain level of polish with that. Mm -hmm. I got tired of all that ish, and <laughs> I was like, I want to create something for me, and that's what Ebby and Flow is, and that so that's one of those projects that even if nobody ever listens to it, I like it because. <laughs> We are going to listen. Please do. I'm going to follow. I'm going to like. I'm going to hit. I'm going to subscribe, Abby. Do it, please. Sign up for notifications. I wish. I wish I had you during COVID because you're right. Right. We had to. We had to flip the script real quick. And so at the time, I was working for one of the big three auto manufacturers in the country. And let me tell you, I'll tell you what, no disrespect. I'm, I am thankfully 99.2% out of the car business, but they didn't care. Like they yeah. shut down for like two weeks and they were like, nope, you got to get back on the road. I'm like, okay, but global pandemic, Yikes. right? Like people, people are dying, but yes. oh, let's go sell some cars. 
but that was kind of one of the ways we had to pivot, right? It's how do you mm -hmm. these brick and mortar dealerships and show them how to do a couple of things. Show mm -hmm. them how to get people to still purchase vehicles. Um, but also things like the presentation of the product, right? And so how to do vehicle walk around virtually. Mm -hmm. um, and it became hilarious because that's when you kind of figured out the newer generation mm -hmm. and then the old dogs. The newer generation, they were all about it. They were out yeah. here popping out of trunks and- <laughs> Hey, they were popping out of trunks. Yes, where, there was, where the money reside. Absolutely. That was dude. Yes, where the money reside. He popped out of, and he made like he he went Brilliant. on a damn near national tour to car dealerships, right? Because he did that. And then here's the the you know the the God bless them older generation who were who were killing it pre pandemic, um, and they were just you know how does this thing work? You what know what? Why do I have to be on video? And it was funny, but but it, it's kind of where the world took us. Mm -hmm. um, and so we used to call, you know, we call it advertising, but the way you put it, storytelling, mm -hmm. you know, and had now that I'm like hindsight being 20s, I'm like, man, had we told more stories, would we have sold more? But I, I look, all I knew was, <laughs> all I knew was this was the project and I still had to run around in mass all day. Mm -hmm. um, and everything. And so what is the goal? Like, do you, do you ever put all three together? Like all what three. you put all three together? Like if you had a live mm -hmm. event for fluffy girl, but also telling the story on digital, but like using your non put together, just podcast self. Ever thought about that? What's interesting is if you ask anybody or look back on my old videos, people would definitely beg to differ that it was anything put together. They're like, no, that's always been you. Because I still am very, I'm very um animated. I'm yes. very candid. And even my idea of buttoned up is not society's idea. And I think that's why we love you. <laughs> it's not. So I have already, like with, with my fluffy girl interviews, you know, we laugh, we curse, we have a good time. And I'm not, it's not so much about me putting everything in a silo as it is. My mind is just like, okay, this is who we help over here. This is who we help over here. This is who we work with here. And to me, they're three different groups of people. So mm -hmm. it's hard for me to like sandwich them. Differently to the thing that sandwiches the them is me right okay. like you get me so i'm still candid on et digital i i have been um and with me getting back to it i'm figuring out my newer equilibrium with them okay. over there but but no it's definitely those things a live event for fluffy girl would be super dope we used to do live events all the time in person like my whole studio was set up for me to have a guest and so I would have people over here on the couch and interview them. And it was a live event. Mm -hmm. Well, when the pandemic happened, it was like, stay at home. Don't right. come, you're not coming over here. <laughs> so we switched it yep. a lot. But that is, that's one of the lead ins. We made a lot of announcements on the Fluffy Girl page here uh, today, recently. Oh, okay. I have to go look at um, About some different things that we're going to, initiatives that we're rolling out that I'm excited about. So we're going to bring back. And you're going to tell us about that in a little bit. But I want to know, because obviously, right, the goal is to help people, help the, the smaller business communities, help the legacy people trying to build their legacy and leave their legacy. But one of the reasons, you know, and, and tips and tricks, right? Not necessarily mm -hmm. tips, tell our stories. Right. And so people, one, understand they're not alone. Mm -hmm. Two, you know, one of the things I love is we can talk about our failures here. 
right? Mm -hmm. And our successes, because it's easy to get on a podcast or a show or whatever it may be and be like, oh my God, I did this and we killed this and we made this money and we did all of these things. But what we very rarely talk about mm -hmm. is we tried to do this and we fell flat on our face. Absolutely. So give me a lesson in, in either one of your spaces that you, it just took you out and you were like, was there ever a moment that something took you out and you were like, I quit, they can have it. I don't want this. Oh yeah, yeah. Fluffy girl, I done quit Fluffy girl 15 times in my head. Um, <laughs> maybe 15,000 now. Well, one of the biggest things, one of the biggest things that has taken me out and hell, I'm just now catching my breath from just a little bit is understanding that you cannot grow alone. You cannot grow alone. I prophetically named the company Fluffy Girl Movement, not understanding that it would be much, much larger than me. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And so that's something that tired me out for a long time because all of those events from, from thought to inception has been me. Thank God I've been able to have a couple of volunteers that'll be like, hey, we'll help you live some stuff day up. We'll help you put some stuff in place. But it's all been me. Mm -hmm. that, that has to stop. That has to stop. Mm -hmm. And so I told myself, I'm putting my foot down in 2024. I need a damn team. And not just for the actual events, but on the rollout of these different initiatives, on yes. the rollout of um, expansion, right? Because it's a movement. It was never meant to just stay in the Midwest. This is not a Midwest gym that's supposed to stay in the Midwest. I don't want it to be that. It will not be that. Um, although we have fluffs here too, but we have fluffs. I love that you call them. I love like there's a name like the yeah. Beat. Our community is full of fluffs, fluffettes, and fluff supporters. So okay. you okay. know we have our fluffs that would be our more um, visibly plus girls, and then we okay. have fluffettes that are just more of our curvy girls. Okay. And then we have fluff supporters, which are our allies and men. So okay. female allies and male allies Can are I get our fluff supporters. Like you know, we have merch. So all of this stuff. <laughs> Like, can we get can I get a shirt? I need, I need a team. This is why this is why we need a team over here. Yes. Like, okay. So that is the biggest lesson, I think. Like when I started this in college, we had a board of faculty that stood behind us, but I also got together a board of students. And so that's how Fluffy Girl was able to outlive me being there. Like Fluffy Girl stayed on Mizzou's campus for three years after I graduated because we had boards in place that made sure they still did at least the fluffy girl summit right and right. so that was their focus um but after they all graduated and there was no one to train the next right. whatever and do the things i was like oh it's on me huh mm -hmm. so that was the biggest thing and so one thing i could tell business owners solopreneurs small business owners understanding that small business could be anything under a million dollars y'all so small no. does not mean that you're broke but but small <laughs> um is to it takes money to make money yes and so i i really think that you can save yourself a lot of grief and strife if you started outsourcing some stuff sooner than later so that you can focus on what your talent actually is because like you said i had to be all of the oos yeah the eeo the oo the, the, the no the what the code no. you, you had to be the coup the foo yeah i don't want to do that yeah and so you know 
Also, I don't know if y'all caught it. She did mention her alma mater. I didn't know if she was going to say it, but <laughs> yeah. she did. She put them out there. I um, did. Mizzou. M-I-Z. I can't. I can't in good conscience do it. I'm sorry. I can't. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I will not lie to you. We went to the, um, was it the Georgia Mizzou game? Okay. We went to one of the games because my sister-in-law is an alumnus of, of Mizzou. And I, I had to I had to go on with the other team because I honestly didn't think they would win. Um, and that was my fault. But mm. I did have a I did have a sweater on. Mm. No, it was LSU. That's why. It was the Mizzou okay. LSU game. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have thought we was gonna win either. Okay. Right. And and it was LSU. And so okay. but <laughs> but they made it happen. And so and so okay, so we got we got the hard, the hard lesson. What of all the things? It mm. doesn't have to be financial. What do you claim as your biggest success from starting yeah. the movement, from starting all of your your businesses and your mm -hmm. facets and your all the little pieces uh, that make, you know, Abby about to be, you know, in the history books? Oh, my goodness. First of all, that I receive that I, I, I receive it. because Wow. Um, I think <laughs> it's a two sided. OK. Win. So one of the wins, if anybody that knows me in real life knows it's extremely hard for me to pivot. That is not something that comes very naturally to me. I'm a very tunnel vision person. If okay. I say this is what we're doing, this is what we're doing. And if I say this is how it's going to happen, this is how it has to happen. It is very hard for my mind to say, oh, you type a. It's, a, it's another way to do this. A we can get there. Yeah, I'm like A++. So, oh. well... Thankfully, I'm A minus now. It's okay. Time. Oh, I'm A gross. Minus now. gross. But um, but yes, that that is a very big win for me personally, because in business, not the first draft doesn't always work the way you want it to. Oh, the second draft doesn't always work the way you want it to. Mm. And if you're saying that you're propelling something for other people, then you need to listen to them, yep. right? You have to. It, it this it stopped being about what i wanted for fluffy girl a while ago and that's i think that's good because that means i opened my mind to be like what are these ladies actually saying i know what i think is important as a plus size woman right but maybe that's not where that's not we need story. to focus right or maybe that's not a good entry point for folks anymore when i first started this a lot of people we're really big on the fashion tip, right? To be fat and fashionable, it seemed like something nobody ever heard of before. And people were like, you have a fashion show? I'm coming if it's a fashion show. Oh, my goodness. I decided we're not doing no more damn fashion shows. We got other more important stuff to talk about in this, uh, in this community. Let, we got a lot of fashion girlies. Y'all can go over there for that. But what else is important? Right. And so starting to listen to the ladies and being able to pivot. So that's the first part of it. Being able to pivot was a huge win for me because at this point I've pivoted several times now. So pat on the back, okay? Yeah. That's great. Um, the other thing is the rise of the Curves and Waves pool party. So that was our largest event for Fluffy Girl Movement um, for a while where we were the only all-female, body-inclusive, body-positive pool party in production in the Midwest. And so we were also the largest because we were second largest shout out to the fat babes of columbus they have the largest so i want to give them their okay. give them their flowers um and that's the name of their group the fat babes of columbus um but but here we have the second largest in the region rented out whole water park it was all women 
even down to the um the the guards the lifeguards. lifeguard even down to the lifeguards okay that's how ingrained i was in talking to the facility like hey i need all of the women um lifeguards <laughs> in all varying shape sizes and shades our dj was female our event planner who did help me execute that was female our photographer is female our everything that's one of the biggest things i can look back on and be like that was so dope and we did it multiple years in a row so that was the that intentionality was yeah yeah the, the curves and ways pool party was was epic I don't want to go to the. Fa- I'm not love fashion shows. I don't want to go to another fashion show. But I want good. To- Can I-, I want to come to the pool party? Are we having another one? Woo! You know what? Yes, in a different state. Man, I mean that's so go ahead and travel. Go ahead and travel. Well, I like to tra- I like to travel for the. I'll travel for the movement. I just require yeah. a shirt. Can we get a shirt there? You can get a shirt. You get you know what? You get a bag. We're going to come to the pool party. We do a live podcast. The pool party is going to interview everybody. You know what? I love that. I absolutely love that. We had NPR. We had NPR come to the pool party last uh, two years ago and interview um, our special guests and stuff there. So that was pretty cool. Okay. All right. So, you know, we talk about as as small businesses, but even as women, right? You can't do everything alone. And you just said it yourself. You can't do everything alone. We can try, but we can try to also kill ourselves. You surely can. We're trying not to do. So give me three of your biggest influences. And like people who have kind of, and you could, maybe it's best friends in your head, mm, um, but who yeah. have, you know, where you're like, you know what, I either, when I feel like I need something different or I need a different perspective, or maybe mm-hmm. I need some professional, you know, something other than that's not my lane, but mm-hmm. I need to talk to somebody about it. Give me three people. That I actually know or people no, that doesn't I reference. Have to be. It could okay. be someone you reference. It could be a book. Like we, I, I listen to a lot of, a lot of podcasts. I listen yeah. to, you know, I've, I do a lot of math, like the the uh, the master classes and stuff like that. Yeah. Aside from like people that I know, right, that mm-hmm. I can call. But sometimes you just need that where that person doesn't know you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So somebody I look to, and she she's my auntie in my head, but she goes by badass bows. Uh, both of my same James. She's your auntie. She is my BF. Like I, that's like my, I'm telling you, badass bows is just that girl. She's that girl. but i just love her she's she's a marketing Mm -hmm. um a marketing person as well genius Genius. yes yes and she's worked for big companies like netflix and things like that but that's not even what makes her dope what makes her dope is i love her style of storytelling Mm -hmm. i love how genuine she is um and how authentic she is when she shows up into spaces yes she's an african woman raising a biracial child Uh um and she's very much she's the one who gives who helps validate the fact that i'm okay to show up as i am mm-hmm. so with my big hair and my brown skin and my slang sometimes and my you know my bigness i look at people like love Bose it because Bose she's super is, i'm telling dope. you bucket list is to either attend one of her, one of anything in her live anything, or just yeah. like meet her conversation i'm gonna put it out there like one day this Hopefully this all kicks off. I would love to have Bose just pop in and say hi. Like there is oh just, she's, amazing. she's unapologetic. Yes. Uh, and she's so magnetic. Yes. And, and one I of the things is that. she throws ideas against the wall. Mm-hmm. And if they stick, freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. If not, 
she'll take that lesson. And I think that's, you know, when, when I do trainings or I build classes or I do strategy building, I will throw it against the wall. I don't care mm -hmm. if it sounds unorthodox because at the end of the day, if it is unorthodox and it doesn't, and it does work, mm -hmm. nobody else is doing it. You know, what's so interesting about words like unorthodox or, or radical or I am one of those humans who does not know that anything I do with any of those things. That's what's funny. Like when I have these types of interviews and I'm talking to people about Fluffy Girl, nothing ever seemed radical about it to me. Nothing ever seemed unorthodox to me about it. But it was stuff that people were not thinking mm -hmm. about. Or, or if they were thinking about it, they weren't talking loudly about mm -hmm. it. And, yep. they, and they weren't pushing forward despite what right. was said about it right. right so i think about people like bose i love it like, we're here so i have her um think about <laughs> and, and hey it's a hot take but That's my girl cardi b okay i love cardi love cardi I, I love cardi because she's another unapologetic person mm -hmm. but also people don't understand that she got her stardom before um the tv reality show thing she was okay. just a person that she was uh a dancer uh mm -hmm. you know an exotic dancer an an exotic dancer and entertainer oh. um that would just be on her youtube channel talking stuff about the industry and her behind the scenes and her life and that's how she grew her following enough to even gain the really? notoriety for the show to reach out to her and say we want you on the show wait so she gave you behind the scenes of the life storytelling yeah You're like she would just cool. be she I had no idea. Talking stuff and just doing her own thing and in her loud, uh, you know, her loud way, very unapologetic about English being her second language. I love her accent. Language. I love her yeah. accent. Yeah. She's do. a Dominican woman. Yeah. And um, I, I look at stuff like that and I'm like, yo, because she was able to monetize something that just was so germane to her anyway like mm -hmm. she was already this person she already wanted to be an artist that show took it to another level for her but that's not where she started and so with her also being from being from the hood being having those different experiences i can relate to that so okay. that's when i talk about like the power of stories no i'm not a dominican woman from the bronx but right. right. never an exotic dancer or anything like that but on a people level, yeah, being able the amount of moxie it takes to own your story, but also share it with others, like Chef's Kiss. So shout out yeah. to Cardi. She's my second person. Um, thirdly, it's actually a man. So I love okay. Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk. Okay. People are not hip to Gary V. He is the most non-gatekeeping just he's one of those white guys that you just want to sit and talk to for hours because the judgment he has not a judgmental bone like in his body the way he presents mm -hmm. to the world the way he talks about how he builds teams the way he talks about all of his failures the way he speaks to younger generations and current generations about you're 25 you're gonna fail it's okay whatever like i was 25 this is what happened this is what happened this is what right. happened. this is what happened i'm the child of immigrants Okay. And I'm here. I've been working in my father's shop since I was 13 years old. I was sweeping floors. And then I got into this, 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 and that, right? Like he shares that in a way that doesn't seem like I'm the epitome of motivation. Look at me, but no, he has, he has real stories and he just talks directly to people. 
So when it comes to like leadership and thought mm-hmm. leadership and how to work with executives and marketing teams on how to build out their authority and their presence with ET mm-hmm. Digital more specifically, I look at that because I'm like, okay, not only being a good leader, but what does it take to lead others? Yeah. What kind of qualities do I need to have? So Gary V, <laughs> Cardi B, <laughs> and and both. And both. I mean, yeah, I Huh. I'm, you know what? Those are different. I'm, I'm yeah. here for, like, okay, I'm not surprised by both, right? Because it's freaking yeah. both. It's both. Um, yeah. But Cardi B, okay, I like yeah. it. You um, can learn. You can learn something from from everybody if you just pay you attention can. a little bit more. And Cardi B is one of those people. Just watching her actual career and how she's had to polish herself a little bit more to get to the next level and then the next level, and you know now I'm, she. I wish we didn't have to do that. And I, I say that because now I in, wish we didn't have to do it either. But yeah, in, you know, after being in, in corporate America for so long, mm-hmm. uh, I found myself where as I climbed the ladder, mm-hmm. I had to. So I was polished and clean a little bit. Right. Because I had mm-hmm. to. Be, but as I climbed the ladder, um, because I just decided one day that I was not going to be polished and clean anymore because mm-hmm. I'm here. Right. This is I have I have gotten to where I am. Um, by taking chances. And so it was mm-hmm. interesting because as I started to unpolish was when it, I don't want to say it went downhill was when people started to get louder about their actual opinions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so it came down to, well, you have to do it this way. And I was like, no, I quit. And so, <laughs> <laughs> no, I quit. No, that's I'm literally what happened. I was like, not really, but I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, all right. So what is next for fluffy girl? What is next for ET? digital what is next for all the things yes so fluffy girl i wish i had it all in front of my face but fluffy girl we are doing a lot more in-person meetups this year so what people had been able to look forward to was just girl weekend which was usually the first weekend in august it'll be the second weekend in august this year um girl weekend but i was like we're a community don't we need to be touching base a lot more frequently than just in august so so we'll be doing in-person meetups what's really cool about this is our first one is actually here in st louis missouri um february 13th galentine's day and that'll be the galentine mixology and mingle event in conjunction with platypus bar which is a queer woman-owned bar here in st louis so excited mm-hmm. it's in the grove <laughs> what are you talking about how okay all right send us our invitation i'm all confused now i'm like this is the second bar you have thrown out there Love that the clearly I'm saint louis you. has more to offer in the gay community than i'm aware of that's all i'm saying y'all come on but I'm, but... <laughs> I'm also married, and so i probably should not be too aware <laughs> it's community it is. So send us our invitation because yeah. you know, we're, we're gals who like to end times. And yeah, it's Galentine. So yeah. this isn't even about, you know, couples necessarily. This is just the girls getting together, have a good time. Okay. So um, that's that. But what's also cool this year is we're going to be doing these mingles and these meetups in different cities. So if you all have cities and different um, organizations and companies that would like to partner and collab, let me know because your girl will travel okay and we definitely want the fluffy girl community to become more um to flourish more in other cities in other areas than just the midwest so we need to be working together to amplify those experiences so we have the the meetups coming up we have a lot more of our 
uh, girl chats is what we would call our lives. This looks similar to this, but they're live on Instagram. And it's where I interview different plus powerhouses. So these are y'all faves. These are our influencer bays. These are our designing bays. These are, we've had, we've done this for years. And so you can always look back on our old videos to see what that looked like. We've had a chance to interview the um, last senior editor of Essence Magazine and interview her and talk to her about her journey in, in media. We've had a chance to interview um, different actresses and stuff that are on some of our favorite shows. So we have, we're bringing all of that stuff back for y'all because we know that you want it. Um, and then we have some question marks behind a couple of things. One of them being fluff you. So I'll just leave that there. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay we have fluff okay. you. Okay. Um, we'll be saying more about that probably close to the second quarter. And then of course, uh, the body talk tour. So We'll be saying more about that later as well. Oh. But Fluffy Girl, we, we're getting out here this year, y'all. And that's how I know damn well it can't just be me. So if you yeah, want to yeah, be part of the Fluffy Girl movement and you what we're what? doing. Get, get us some merch. Us. We're going to be there. We're going to get all there. I have plenty of, plenty of merch. And that, that will sell be the merch. for sale as well. I'm just trying to figure out, y'all, how to make all of this work <laughs> with more than just me. But yes, you can follow us on Fluffy Girl Movement, F-L-U-F-F-Y-G-R-L. There's no I in our name. It is a reason for that. Fluffy Girl Movement on Instagram, on Facebook. And if you want to join the movement as a business to collab with during the in-person meetups, or if you have a dope idea with Fluffy Girl, go ahead and email us at info at empowerthefluff.com. So yeah, we got a few ways that you all can tap in. Um, in addition to, sorry, Operation Amplify. Operation Amplify is where you're going to have the opportunity to share the mic and share your story with Fluffy Girl community. So we have a blog on our website. Yes, we have a blog. We need to do a better job of, of putting it out there for you. We but it's there. Check out what we already have. Yes. Yeah. So you can join the blog. You can join the YouTube channel with your stories. We have a lot of different ways that we can help amplify your voices and your mission. So, yeah. I love it. Abby, I know you are busy. We all know how busy you are. Because um, we tried to put the three meetings in one and that didn't work out. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh -uh. Different topics, different days. But thank you, thank you, thank you. And I know Doria is going to be whole bummed because we had a good time. Good so job. that's on her. Um, but thank you. We appreciate you. Y'all, please check out the movement because it is a movement. Um, yes. Not only does she have the fluffy girl movement, but she is also amazing when it comes to telling stories. Let me tell you. Yes. Um, and so if you need your story told or you need mm -hmm. help bringing your story out of you, mm -hmm. reach out to, to Miss Ebby Nicole because she will probably make, I'm 100% sure she will make it happen. She's the CEO of <laughs> CFO, she's all the O's. Oh, for right now, because we're gonna work on it. Um, but thank you, Miss Evie. We appreciate you. Stay warm, and we will definitely be catching you soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Bye. Bye bye.